0: Teachers have a negative view of parents. Parents have a negative view of teachers. Parents are armed with a lot of information that's not very flattering about schools, and and clearly there are far more challenging parents than educators had to deal with even five or ten years ago. We don't really provide teachers any sort of education on how to successfully deal with parents. I also offer teachers specific scripts to use if a parent is yelling at them or if a parent is accusing them of not being fair, because the word fair, which I refer to as the F word, floats around parent-teacher
1: interactions quite often. Hi, welcome to Body, Mind, and Child with Ray Pika. All right, Doug, from a teacher's or principal's point of view, what makes a parent a difficult parent?
0: Well, you know, there are so many reasons why parents can be difficult, and I think the important thing to remember is 90% at bare minimum, sometimes much higher than that, of parents really do want to be supportive people. And the difficulties that we see that tend to get educators so frustrated stem from numerous things outside of our control, anything from the economy to the relative number of hours people are working these days, parents are carrying around a lot of guilt. Some parents feel very uncomfortable, very unwelcome in our schools. And so it's important for us to first undergo this sort of paradigm shift and realize that when parents are exhibiting difficult behavior, they themselves are not necessarily difficult, but there are some things going on in their lives that make them difficult. But the symptoms of difficult parents, yelling, screaming, behaving unprofessionally, really show up in schools all across this country.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And don't you think that schools are faced with more difficult parents these days? I think that is certainly true. I think there's a lot of logical
0: reasons for that. one of which is parents are exposed to so much more negative information about our schools than they ever were before. I mean, just a casual little Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble search through book titles about parent-school relationships will show you that parents are armed with a lot of information that's not very flattering about schools, and and clearly there are far more challenging parents than educators had to deal with even five or ten years ago.
1: Well, the research shows that student achievement increases as parents become more involved in their child's education. But Doug, where's the line between involvement and over-involvement? You know, it's
0: a fine line, although sometimes to some educators, the line can seem really, really obvious. We as schools don't always do the best job in defining what successful parent involvement is. I don't want to excuse the behavior of inappropriate parents because there is no excuse, but Parent involvement's got to be defined by schools. We have to tell parents what we need. We have to celebrate parents when they're involved in their child's education at home. We need to let parents know that appropriate involvement is feeding your child breakfast, making sure they get a good night's sleep, making sure they have a good place to study. When parents feel appreciated for doing those kinds of things, they'll be less inclined to be what we call helicopter parents and hovering over our schools all the time because they'll recognize that they're already performing a vital role.
1: Uh, Isn't it true that teachers often view parents as interlopers?
0: Definitely, definitely, and and some of that's justified, but another thing we have to remember is we don't really provide teachers any sort of education on how to successfully deal with parents. We teach teachers how to work with children, uh, not necessarily how to work with adults, particularly adults whose greatest asset, their child is what's at stake, but definitely teachers have a negative view of parents, parents have a negative view of teachers, and those two views come about through miscommunications more than through anything really substantial.
1: Hmm. Well, from the teacher's point of view, why is it important for them to build trust with parents? Because Parents are
0: going to enter any relationship with a school with a, a, a little bit of trepidation because there's nothing more valuable in the world to me than my child, and I'm entrusting my child to you. Teachers need to understand where the parent is coming from in terms of the importance of that bond and that relationship, and teachers need to recognize that the limited amount of time we have as educators with each student, we can't nearly learn the best ways to reach that student on all levels. Parents are a tremendous wealth of information on what motivates their child, what demotivates their child, um, what their child's strengths are, what areas have been a struggle in the past, and any good teacher knows that if I utilize parents to provide me information, if I ask parents questions when I'm having a problem with their child instead of just giving a punishment and informing the parent of my decision, but utilize them as partners, my job just becomes so much easier. Uh, uh, teachers should be in it to maximize education for children. Why wouldn't they partner up with the best advocates and the person who knows the child the best, which is the parent?
1: So for schools and teachers to optimize uh, parental involvement, they have to build trust with the parents. They have to communicate with the parents, uh, understand that parents uh, know their children better than they can ever know them. Any other suggestions that you have for optimizing parental involvement?
0: My biggest suggestion when I work with schools, the one thing that I realize schools most often are doing incorrectly, is schools need to create a more welcoming environment. They need to make parents feel like They are, in fact, welcome. And I even tell educators, even if you're too busy and you really don't want parents showing up at the school, you need to still create an environment that makes people feel as if you want them there. We need to remember that perception is reality. And I work with schools on everything from the structure of their parking lots to the messages on their doors to the friendliness and excitement that the front office staff has when a visitor comes in, all of these kinds of things, we as educators need to realize we set parents up be difficult. We make it so they can't find a place to park. They get a greeting on the doorway that makes them feel like they're a criminal. They've got to come right to the office, get a visitor's badge. They get to the office. Nobody greets them. People make them feel like they're an intrusion. If we would focus on just creating the right kind of environment where people believe we want their involvement, we wouldn't have problems with parents. We would have great partnerships with parents, and kids would learn a lot more.
1: One final question. Give us some coping strategies that you offer teachers who may be confronted with difficult parents.
0: Sure. I tell teachers that no matter what, we never argue, yell, use sarcasm, or behave unprofessionally with parents. Regardless of how they treat us, we need to make sure that we always model appropriate behavior. That we recognize that as teachers, sometimes it's important for us to teach parents as well. But I also offer teachers um, specific scripts to use if a parent is yelling at them or if a parent is accusing them of not being fair because the word fair, which I refer to as the F word, floats around parent-teacher interactions quite often. I give specific scripts to educators to help them deal with parents without being defensive or offensive, without raising their voice. And a lot of it is quite a bit detailed, but I've got Several different, they really come down to positive communication techniques is really what I would phrase them as.
1: Well, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to offer either for parents or for teachers?
0: I would just tell both groups that pausing and trying to understand the opposite perspective is often the most valuable thing one can do. Many teachers who are parents behave rather inappropriately with their own child. And if we just pause and recognize where people are coming from, it is possible to have positive relationships. We need one another so we can't take the attitude, well, I don't want to deal with parents, and parents can't take the attitude, I don't want to deal with schools. So, you know, my only advice would be focus on those positive communication techniques and try and understand that the other side is... uh, Got an important perspective and is doing very important work.
1: Very valuable advice, regardless of the kind of relationship we're talking about. Pause and try to understand the opposite point of view. Thank you so much for being with us today, Doug. You've been listening to Body, Mind, and Child with Ray Pika. This program is produced by Jack Street Media as part of the Affiliate Nanocasting Network. Thanks for listening.